Are You Playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I am Battering Ram Sean. This is Road Rage Thomas and Mason, whose engine stopped. And we played... Twisted Metal 2012. Woo! How you guys doing? Yeah, so we've we've all discovered the meaning of Ford. It's found on Road Dead. What? (laughs) Never mind. Uh, That was funnier in my head. Anyways, Twisted Metal 2012. Uh, This was my game. kind of reboot of Twisted Metal? It's full-on reboot, but I'm assuming if they ever go back, they'll just kind of do whatever they want. Because, so. I mean, it's it's been, what, 11 years now? Yeah. Because this, this was the last uh, entrance, in, uh, so far has been the last entrance in the in the Twisted Metal franchise, excluding the upcoming TV show, which yeah. we definitely didn't do this show in preparation for. No, it was it was planned before it, definitely. And, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, that, that announcement came down. Uh, yeah, I had basically no experience with twisted metal coming into this outside of uh growing up we had a demo disc that i got with my playstation that had the first twisted metal i think first twisted metal it might have been the second one mm-hmm. on it and so i played first or second level of that and I it was just, primarily racing than more of the destruction uh, what they were showing off I, I i can't believe you didn't have the uh the star wars uh twisted metal ripoff what's oh i've played it what's it called star wars demolition, demolition. De- it, is, it, is that what it's called sorry yes it's um star wars demolition with the, that with game the, with has the, some with the dangly boba fett legs yeah, that game has some controls. <laughs> yeah, that game sucks. Uh, you <laughs> thought <laughs> you thought you liked uh, didn't like Phantom Menace controls. Play Demolition. Uh, well, so now I'm not, not gonna. Bad, but it's not that bad, but it is not a good game. That is unfortunate. We we play we decide to play a good game instead. So Thomas is the most experienced when it comes to Twisted Metal here. AKA, I've played like three of the games. I've played. This game, 2012, I've played head-on, which is... I played head-on Extra Twisted Edition, which is the PS2 port of the PSP game, and I played Twisted Metal Black. Which was the one before this one, which I believe was 2004, Yeah, I say? Yes. Yeah. That was the one that came up before this, so there was like a... Oh, man, I gotta do math. It's like an eight-year gap between entries, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In between uh, home console entries, yeah, because yeah, because like this, PS, there's the PSP PS- game that then got ported over to the PS2. Yeah, which came out in like 2006, I believe. So. Mm-hmm. And then the PSP port came out, in, or sorry, the PS2 port was what I I literally have it here. Uh, 2008. Okay. So was the PS2 port? So I I always thought that the most interesting part about playing this game would actually be playing this game, but Sean, you found a lot of interesting things about uh, the developer. Oh yeah, uh, and pro- very possibly much. an explanation as to why we haven't gotten a new entry in the series in so, eleven years. I guess we'll start with uh, that Twisted Metal had been 
taken over by a company in 2008. Oh, no, 2007, sorry. Uh, the guy, the director of the Twisted Metal series, as well as God of War, oh, David wow. Jaffe, uh, joined Scott Campbell, and they formed a company called Eat, Sleep, Pray, which had a PlayStation exclusive... Uh, you mean eat, eat, Sleep, Play, right? Play, yes, Play, my bad. I was going to say, that's... It, they, That's they, very they, different. They didn't make the sequel to Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, no, no, pray. You know, look, they, they pray to Sweet Tooth. It's all good. <laughs> Kratos and Sweet Tooth save us. So that's why they were rivals in PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> but yeah, Eat, Sleep, Play, uh, they created this company, and it was a PlayStation exclusive. They were either going to make three games, or one game had to have at least a three-year development. Those were the, the stipulations for the uh, uh, exclusivity. So the, the, the first thing they did is they took the they took the PSP port, which Scott Campbell, I believe, the company he worked at beforehand, is who developed the uh, the the PSP game. So they took that and ported it over, and then they spent the next three years working on Twisted Metal, and it was a long process. There are delays in it. Yeah. Their decision making, uh, you know, deciding to make the cinematics. Kind of live action. Um, They're kind yeah. of live action, but the environments are like in the engine. I think. yeah, it, it, like it's very stylistic. Uh, there's some decision makings there, and uh, by the time this game came out, uh, David Jaffe had left the company. Uh, like fuck this, I'm going. And home. the company did not make another console game. Yeah, they made a couple. Con- they made a couple phone games, and mm-hmm. then got absorbed into Avalanche. So yeah, we, and so. The, the they would it's potential that some of the people who worked on this game would then go on to make the Cars three game and Hogwarts Legacy. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so one two punch. It's a, it's a low potential, but if there is some potential. You are correct. Uh, so yeah, it it's like they they these two guys came together to form a super company in a lot of ways. Like this is going to be PlayStation's big company. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make all. What do you mean we're gone? What, what do you made, mean we're only making phone games? And we made two Twisted Metals, and that was it. Yeah, what was the other one black? Uh, it's no, the PSP PS2 port. Oh, head-on? Yeah, it's okay. head-on twi- Extra Twisted Edition, which they ported over from the PSP to the PS2. Uh, so yeah, they did not live up to the kind of hype of, oh, God of War guy and twi- God of War director, Twisted Metal director, they're going to make, uh, make a game company, and they're going to start with a reboot of Twisted Metal? Oh my gosh! This is the PlayStation is going to be having their one of their new. Oh, they're making phone games now. It's yeah. It's, oh, no. They were supposed to be their one of their ten pull developers, and then for like, which is weird because you'd think they'd go out on like a bad game. Mm-hmm. But this is a really fun game. Well, here's the thing about this game, and again, yes, we played a lot of the multiplayer, and let me tell you, this might be some of the most fun multiplayer that we've played. On this podcast, it's up there maybe with Nightfire. Uh, yeah, I put it right below Nightfire. Nightfire yeah. was a of, religious experience. Of us just having just an just, absolute blast playing yeah, this multiplayer. Really fun. This game was fun. It's critics. And again, it's it's decently reviewed. 76% on, uh, 76 out of 100 on Metacritic. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, IGN had a really high review. It, it, its averages are 8 out of 10. So again, this game was reviewed very, very well. People who bought it, however, had a lot of complaints. So like the, the like the audience score and the critic score. Were yeah, a little bit again and again. It's not that they didn't love this game or even like you know just. It's not that there was a huge dislike for this game. It's that it, for a multiplayer experience in a time when I think some of this multiplayer was fading. 
uh, this type, especially because we played uh, uh, local multiplayer. Thank God for local multiplayer. We love you. Uh, <laughs> yes. But it did also have online. Uh, yeah, online was kind of the big focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there's all the, you know, ranks, legions, stuff like that. Mm. And they really shorted the one-player story mode. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because we were we were talking about that earlier. How that like the uh, there were there were like very few uh, actual cutscenes because the uh, the main main director was like it did it pulled a uh, uh, oh, Masahiro this, Sakurai. Yeah, pulled a Masahiro Sakurai. The reason like, he doesn't make subspace emissary style story modes anymore is because people are gonna it, watch yeah. them on YouTube. Yeah, they're just gonna watch them on YouTube anyways. Which is like, I mean, that's such a uh, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. A bit. There's also the element of like the unlockables are almost all for online mode. Uh, I believe the unlockables are for online. Well, okay. So here's the thing: most of the stuff you guys played today was supposed to be locked. Yes. But it's only locked to the single player, and then I guess it carries over to online, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Whereas local multiplayer, you just get it all. You just get it all, which is, I think, a, actually kind of a smart move. I kind of like having I, I the multiplayer. I do multi- like that. If you're gonna, yeah, that's actually pretty smart. It's really smart. So, like, I like that a lot. That Like, yeah, if you're going to play with friends and sit down and, and you know, battle royale it for a while, you, you don't need... To have the unlockable. Okay, if you're going to progress stories or you're going to play people online and you're going to do stuff, okay, yeah, let's let's put that, you have to actually play yeah, a bit. I believe and, that's the case. Uh, so, like, that, that's that's a really cool thing, but part of why they didn't have, like, unlockable characters or things like that was all. They basically said, well, you know, people don't need rewards. They're going to watch stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Which is interesting coming from a guy who would literally leave the company to before it, this game actually came out. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, why, yeah. Why would you go through all that trouble and then not even be a part of it when it releases? <laughs> Might be just personal things. Or I think whatever, it's mostly but... that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those that's just like, well, this was not working out like they thought it was. So, like, I think. So it, it was kind of it was kind of like a Duke Nukem Forever type thing. Yeah, but a better game. Yeah, but, but a better, better but, yeah, but a better and game. less. It, it doesn't seem like. Uh, again, I don't, I, I don't, there's not a lot on the inner personalities of the company. I just think some of it, maybe they had an idea. And the member, uh, Jaffe and uh, uh, Campbell, they're coming off of God of War 2. And they were really like, okay, we want smaller scale games. And so this is a lot smaller scale, but it took four years of development, you know, right. to go. So like, there's maybe some of that is like, oh, I wanted smaller scale. I didn't want four-year development time. Right, right, so right. I can, be, I can imagine that. This being might be what he ended up. There might have been just a little burnout, honestly, because God I, yeah. of War 2 is a massive game. Yes. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, uh, especially, like, for the PS2, it's a massive game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's just one of those that, like, there, there's just some weird development stuff that I think led this game to maybe not being, like, the... While it was the critic success, maybe not the huge financial. sale and financial success, which is probably why Twisted Metals kind of sat on the back burner for a little while. Yeah, yeah, it, there are, it, yeah. So many Sony franchises just get set on the back burner. Well, then, Sony's really bad sometimes about like they're like if this franchise is going to compete, you know, let's look at Killzone for example. This is going to be our Halo. Oh, it's a fine game, but it's not Halo. Mm, we don't want it anymore. Yeah, we don't want it anymore. They do that. They do do that a lot. That is something that happens a there's, lot. There's with a Sony. reason why of the PS2 platformer 
icons, Ratchet is the only one that's still continued. Yeah, because it's the financial one. I yeah. think that I, I think that's sort of like something that the video game industry does as a whole. That like mm-hmm. they set their sales expectations really, really high to the point where like even when a game does really well. It didn't do well enough, you know. It's like yeah. It's, well, yeah. we call we call that the Metroid effect. <laughs> call that the, uh, call that the Nintendo in general. Yeah, but like yeah. Metroid does Metroid does fine, but never like extremely well. But at least, at least we're still getting Metroid games. Like that's yeah, you know, unlike except, some of these. Yeah, the only exception to that was Dread, which sold like buku bucks. Meanwhile, like something like Kid Icarus Uprising sold really well, but it didn't sell like. 80 million copies so nintendo's like it's, hey, it's a failure We're it's not, not in anything. the top so. you know especially nintendo when they focus on stuff is like is it in our top 10 did it sit in our top 10 downloads for a month cool we we're gonna keep working on that oh it didn't sorry you know which is why metroid dread did succeed because it did a lot of those things it's why things why they keep making so many fire emblem games <laughs> yeah because fire emblem games always suck. it's why mario kart and splatoon get so many dlcs yeah. so i i also kind of wonder if there's like someone at at sony uh kind of being like kind of doing what nintendo does with f-zero and it's like oh well we'll make it we'll make another twisted metal as soon as we have another idea for another twisted metal when in reality, that good that I, good idea for the next twisted metal is another twisted metal. Yeah, like that's your good. That's your idea. Yeah, go I think, with it. I mean, with kind of the rise of the arena, uh, multiplayer online games, I could see twisted metal easily coming back. Like that. Yeah, that it fits very much. Now, am I going to sit and play a lot of online games? No, not necessarily. That's not my. That's not my necessary forte. But like, it really does fit kind of the modern games it's kind of wild that it is not something that we've seen brought back uh, yeah maybe, maybe maybe if the success of the show that might be something hopefully hopefully yeah uh but yeah it kind of it kind of going into the into the into the gameplay now uh, the way i described it while i was playing it, it's like it's like call of duty with cars is really how it how it felt like it felt like doing one one of those like local local multiplayer bot battles in call of duty but instead of People with guns, it's cars with guns. And sometimes p- even people with guns in cars. So my comparison is going to be really odd, but bear with me here. Oh, boy. Here we this. go. Here so we go. Did you guys ever play the Donkey Kong 64 multiplayer? I didn't even no. know Donkey Kong 64 had Okay, so there's a multiplayer where each of your characters get their weapon, their gun that they use, and, and you, you go around in an arena and you fight and you shoot each other and going around. It kind of uh, sounds like the uh, the Conquer the Conquer one in yeah. Alive and Reloaded. So mm-hmm. while when playing this, it's a it is a different obviously because you're a car and going around, but like a lot of the the way like it's set up felt to me like kind of the that Donkey Kong sixty four multiplayer just like built out to the extreme with extreme HP and you know less damage. And, yeah. you know, more more carnage, but, like, a very similar feel to it. At least, it, you know, when I'm sitting down and playing it, the fun of that multiplayer that I played a lot versus this is type of thing. And so that that's... It, it's, a, it, it's, it's not a one-to-one, but for me, kind of the same sort of it's enjoyment kind came of, from it. Same kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Again, I like me some Twisted Metal. I'm not going to say it's, like, one of my favorite franchises or whatever. Uh, but I, I do really like Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. It's one of those franchises where... Yeah, it has interesting setups and it has some interesting plot points, but at the end of the day, it's serial killers and cars running around blowing each other up. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
which you know when you when you have your uh, characters being completely moral depravity, uh, yeah. you can do whatever you want to them because at that point you're like, yeah, no, no yeah, one's going to be like, like, oh, we should really you know not run over the serial killers who have murdered hundreds of people. Yeah, be, right. be, be kind to that serial killer. Let him get back in his car before you run him over. Yeah, there's a couple like redeemable characters like mm-hmm. uh, Outlaw, the, the police car. They usually have a pretty decent person as the driver. Uh, in Twisted Metal Black, you have John Doe who ends up being an FBI agent with amnesia. Possible spoilers for the series because the main character's named John Doe. Oh, but I, I I thought that was I thought he was just like a made up character. No, he's from the games. Oh, all right then. Well, that that gives me a little bit more hope for the series. Not me. Anyway, ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's for the most part they're all serial killers. They're all pretty terrible people, and even the people who aren't that terrible are, you know. Angry sons of bitches who need that uh, release. Men will lo- get in a car full of guns and shoot each other before going, going to therapy. To therapy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that is... Man, I would hate to be the therapist of any character in this uh, Yeah, seriously. But I think before we get kind of into the multiplayer and talk about a lot of that uh, in our experience here... Uh, Thomas, you did play a bunch of the single player. Yeah, uh, I, I managed to fully complete Sweet Tooth story. It's from what what I understand, what it's seen, it's it's just it's short. That's its biggest complaint. It's short. Honestly, that's not really a complaint with me. My complaint is that the structure of the campaign is weird. Like there's some weird missions where I'm like, Well now why did you do that? Mm. In particular, there's races. Which I get it, you know, car race, bro, mm-hmm. but these <laughs> but these Controls aren't really made for that. Hmm. At least not in the way they're structured. Because mm-hmm. like, you can turn on a dime. Yeah. Like, you can do a full 90 degree turn on a dime. But uh, your cars f- also fly all over the place. You're, these don't feel like actual cars. They feel like Hot Wheels. Which mm-hmm. is fine for like, you know, the... the Demolition the Derby. Yeah. Demolition <laughs> Derby shit. But when it comes to racing... It just, they feel so light and loose that you turn and then you're flying off a cliff and it's like, what happened? It kind of sounds like trying to, uh, trying to do a kart racer on a slip and slide. Kind of, yeah. That's, that's almost how it feels. But then there's other missions like, uh, ooh, Juggernaut, the big fuck off semi truck. (sighs) You have to blow it up in like, you have to blow it up in three minutes. Otherwise it keeps spawning enemies. And Jeez, it's the most pain in the ass thing. That sounds it, annoying. Goodness. So, so yeah, I, how I did guess you do that. Uh, you want to know how I did it? Did you change the game? Yeah, thank God for Death Warren. <laughs> because wow. I drove into him, kept driving, and I basically, uh, like I said, there's three minutes. So the first two minutes, I ran around picking up every fucking weapon I could. Then the third one, I then in the third minute. I rammed him in the grill and just started unloading every weapon I had. I was getting wow. shot from every angle because I didn't kill any of the guys, but I didn't care, so I took him out. Wow. <laughs> so you did, in a way, kind of cheese the game, but... Kind of, yeah. I mean, a game like this, and when we were sitting down and finally like played, it has a lot of different ways to play it. Of course, yeah. I found out, you know, if I just take a, a semi and battering ram my way through the game, <laughs> that I had a lot of success... Uh, yeah, it was that, that, it, 
it didn't it, I, it didn't feel as fun playing like that as it is as it was like being down like in a smaller car and actually shooting people but it was effective and sean's like that is the most fun i've had in my entire life exactly. <laughs> I, I got just tickled out of being able to go up a slightly up on the incline and then turn and just come back down and just bull into four cars You're coming like, at you me were like a wrecking ball you really were it was it was a, a fun way to play the game uh there, there's a decent amount of vehicles that you can choose from. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's. Oh. A, I like the variety because mm-hmm. there's big cars, there's small cars, there's a helicopter which sucks balls. Yeah, there's a, there's a massive wheelchair, basically. <laughs> Axel for yeah, yeah. metal fans. Yeah, it's just a two. It's just two wheels and a dude. It's basically <laughs> yeah. It's basically two big ass tractor tires and a dude who has guns attached to him. Yes. Yeah, and so it, you can expect absolute carnage. Uh, in, in, yeah. in this game, I think mechanic-wise, again, we're mostly talking about the multiplayer here, but mechanic-wise, this game works really well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You 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 never feel like you don't have enough ammo uh, yeah. because you have your 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 you have, gun. Yeah, you have your machine. You have your sidearm, which is basically mm-hmm. unlimited ammo. Uh, but you can always pick up other more powerful stuff. Uh, you ne- you know, sometimes it's like okay. A little bit too much HP and how much uh, damage you know you can take, but for the the way it's set up, uh, unlike say something like uh, when we played Family Guy, when it's like it's really annoying how yeah, many shots like because you many. have a finite number of ammo. Because no matter what, you have an infinite ammo weapon. That mm-hmm. taking that many hits to kill someone it's, actually it's, is it feels fine. It's, yeah. There are some times where I'm like, you are on the last sliver of health, but you've been on that for five minutes, motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh... Why won't you just die? But, like, I I don't mind that as much here as I do in Family Guy, because, one, I think the game is just personally funner. Yes. I funner. very much or agree. more fun. Yeah. No, we're gonna go with funner. I don't care. <laughs> it's, a move, it's, a, it's a game about serial killers smacking into each other. Yeah, funner works. Funner yeah. works. Uh, and two, you know, <laughs> they are in Cars... So it makes sense that they'd be durable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the bigger ones. But yeah. even even the smaller ones, it's like, yeah, you're you're gonna gonna absorb bullets, you yeah. know. Unless yeah. you're Reaper, poor Reaper. Yeah, Reaper's poor the mo- poor Reaper. Reaper's the motorcycle, and wow, you know there are people who are really good with Reaper. There are people who can just clear this entire story mode with Reaper. I'm sure. I ain't one of them. <laughs> Uh, the, um, oh shoot, what's the helicopter called? Talon. 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 Talon's also pretty weak, but it's a helicopter. You can go up really high as well, yeah, so like... I, Talon, I did not find fun to play as. I Control-wise, it is what it is. It's, yeah. It, 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 it's the unique vehicle in a game that is almost exclusively cars. Yeah. So, so he, it, it, and they get the cars right. It's not like it's really bad controls on Talon, it's just... Yeah, it's no, not no, as no. effective. You know, I'm I'm just saying that's like my one thing. I did mm-hmm. not find talent fun, but that's like this game is a lot like a fighting game. Mm-hmm. If there's a character I don't find fun, there is the magical option I have that you know costs four ninety nine in any store. I don't have to pick that character. Yep. So <laughs> you just you play it. Yeah, you can just play as any other character. Yeah, and this I can play as basically any other car. Don't. I have I have my favorites. I again I love Death Warren and Outlaw. Those are my two that I. I love those two. Doctor, this game sucks when I play as that one character. So stop playing as that one character. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I have to get good with all of them. <laughs> one of the big things, or at least the selling points of this game is destructible. 
the, yeah. the destructibility of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like every single little thing is destructible because no game is ever going to have 100% mm-hmm. destructible environments. But it, it is very fun to drive through houses and trees and things like that. Yeah. Now, did it lead to chaos in one of them when we when I crashed into a <laughs> supermarket and then everyone followed me, but you couldn't go through the other wall? So, like, everyone having to turn around? Yeah, and it was an absolute chaos and entertaining? Sure. Which Would I hilarious. wish I could have just also just launched through that wall? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It kind of... One of the things, uh, last season we played Flat Out 2. Mm-hmm. And one of the mm. things that's always kind of stuck with me is one bit where you can basically drift through a set of windows. Yes. It was, which yeah, is, yeah. Which, and, in that game, we're like, man, I wish you could do that more often. And this game, it's like, all right, here's a house. Drive through it. So. <laughs> yeah, who put this house in the middle of this perfectly good road? Uh, Everything's there, a road if you're fast enough and big enough. But there's also <laughs> environments that are up on a skyscraper... Uh, in a... Oh, yeah, the skyline what, was kind what of... What do we call the weird dome one that has, like, lava below in the... Uh, that's that's the arena. It's an arena? Okay. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, that one, I got trapped in a room in that one and died. Yeah, that... that was pretty annoying. Uh, yeah, that's... Get good. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> get good. I wish uh, that would have just killed me instantly so I could get back and actually... Yeah, yeah. I think there was a way out of it. I just yeah, there is. I didn't it's know just, what the hell it's, it was. It's... There's not a lot of differentiation between the levels, but there's enough to keep each one fresh. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of it's yeah. more aesthetic things, but mm-hmm. uh, even then, you know, maybe you want to drift and shoot Gatling guns on this oil rig, basically. Or maybe you want to do it in suburbia. Or maybe you want to do it on the skies of L.A. Maybe Why we- do you want to do that one? <laughs> there was a lot of driving off the top of the building. Yeah, well, it's a Twisted Metal tradition is... Usually it's the last level of the campaign, actually, is the last arena is the high rise. Like, it's the up, up high one. Now, oh. if you're like me, I'm like, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm getting through the game fine, and oh, bitches. I keep driving off the edge. Yeah. So, Which is, re- really good really good level design. Like, that's something that yeah. overall, even, even if they do kind of, like... They aren't that different. I do think the the design really stands out. Yeah. It's pretty good. I personally, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my favorite level was probably the carnival. I yeah. love driving around the carnival. I love ch- I love chasing people on the uh, on the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I love just looking at the whatever was the entrance to the fun house. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why I wanted to call it the house of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Same it might thing. be that. Same but, thing. Uh, I like looking at the big clown head that's in there, and you can just ram through it. And that's especially funny if you're Sweet Tooth, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. This is clown on clown, clown fighting. Clown on clown violence. Also politics. Said more, oh. I, I, I would have liked more. Just more destructibility, more yeah. stuff. Uh, there is a there is a little bit once you once you've played some levels a few times, it, there is kind of a like well it's fun but also it's a little empty like you know making a little yeah. bit more again you can fill that with all the other cars and have fun still with it but there yeah. is definitely yeah. a a a little bit of like everything is very the and the environment is very basic yeah and, yeah and so the more you play it the more you're just like oh yeah it, it, it's it's yeah. it's just a little, little devoid of stuff it's, which again isn't a this is not a complaint or even saying it's a bad thing, but definitely something that, like, especially moving forward, if they ever do something like this again in the future, that with modern systems, you can't have it that empty. Yeah, I 
I mean, that's why, again, I think my favorite level was the amusement park one. Because that's the only one that felt like it was just packed to the... Yeah. And not because it was small. Because, you know, yeah. like, because, like, the arena feels very small. Or the yeah. sky uh, skyline feels very small. Yeah. Meanwhile, this one feels big, but still packed to the brim mm-hmm. of content. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of almost felt like a Tony Hawk level. It did, yeah. 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 Or, you know, World Tour, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I've watched that episode. The, the true <laughs> Tony Hawk. Uh, <laughs> I've... Um, yeah, let, let, please, let's not compare good games with bad games here. <laughs> You're right. Why are we talking about Twisted Metal? Yeah, we should oh, be talking about World Tour. Oh, uh, no. I'm kidding, obviously. So, but, uh, yeah. One of the things about this is... Uh, actually, I like the lighting in this game, and that's a weird thing. Yes. Or rather, the weather. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I noticed it in California, where that's one of the levels. And it starts off just sunny. And it's like a sunset. Yeah. But then I drove up onto a building at one point because I, yeah. Because you can. <laughs> yeah, because and you I, can. I saw a storm like rolling in and I'm like, oh, that's I actually, did see that. It's actually I pretty badass. That. Like, I like that. And so. then there was also like one of the weapons made like lightning to go with it and it looked really cool. Yeah. There are some really cool environment aspects to it. Yeah. Uh, and graphically, uh, I think we've talked before with the little bit of PS3 they played. There are some there are some PS3 games that graphics are, whoof, because uh, they were learning. It's a very complex system it's that a, it's jumped a very complicated system. that jumped so much from the previous generation. Mm-hmm. So, but I I really think at this, this game's graphics are are, are pretty yeah. pretty good, especially for what it's doing. They were really yeah, good. good. They were really good at utilizing the technology and, that they had. And and if they couldn't do something, taking the smart shortcuts to make yeah. it look still great. They make what needs to look good look good. Mm-hmm. Like the yes. cars look pretty badass. Yeah. The explosions. Yes. The Less worrying about uh, uh, realism and more about coolness. You yeah. know, is is it real to have you know? Uh, my slow moving truck hitting your little car and you go, you know, 80 feet in the air. No, but it isn't awesome. Yeah. Is and, it, is it realistic to have a big SUV with police kind of like spray painted on there mm-hmm. wrapped in barbed wire and having a cow uh, front on it? No. Is it rad as shit? Yeah. Is it, so. is it realistic to have an ice cream truck that turns into a mech? I think that one answers itself anyways. That is probably the most real thing that we have here. I mean, that uh, you just go down any street, you're going to definitely see the ice cream mix. <laughs> anyways, uh, kind of going back to the, um, the, the uh, environment, talking about the environments, I think I kind of appreciated how more open the, the environments were, mainly because these are, ver- these are vehicles that are move- that really fast, and a lot of them are really big, and if there were a lot of, things in the way to run into that would get really annoying really fast yeah, that's why i think the destructible environments also help because yes oh yes. there's something in my way neat i'm in a truck you are you are not i am god ram through it so that's what happens when a when an unstoppable force meets a very movable object <laughs> but it, i yeah i i do i do appreciate it for that and the the it's it's kind of interesting that the 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 arenas feel kind of tight mm-hmm. but yet kind of open at the like unless unless you're like the only two characters on the on the uh, on the map which we did start out with that because yeah, we forgot that was, to like, add that bots. A, it's like that was a mistake yeah, yeah if you, unless you unless you're the only two people in the maps it's very hard to it's it's very hard to get lost that yeah. you can get to the kind of the multiplayer because again the multiplayer is designed for big online matches yeah. 16 player online yeah. matches so when you start if you if you don't put on computer 
uh, characters in the uh, multi in the local multiplayer. Yeah, that's when it feels really wide and open, and, and you know, it's less. Uh, uh, some of the some of the chaos and fun isn't necessarily always there. Yeah, doesn't mean it's bad, but it's definitely something that's like, oh, this is a lot more fun with you know ten plus people uh racing around. It could have up to four local players plus I I would assume twelve bots to get to the sixteen. So, uh, yeah, so that definitely is an aspect to it that you you need to make sure is on if you want to really enjoy the demolition feel. Yeah. I guess the thing that really stuck out to me when uh, playing even more than, say, like any of the arenas or the the, the gameplay, I love the way they map and how these controls work. Yeah. Uh, Well, And again, the way we had them set up. The way we had them set up. There's the (laughs) twastic, classic, twisted metal controls. Mm -hmm. That is not what we went with. We went with what's called the race controls. Which is R2 and L2 are your gas and brake, and mm-hmm. L1 is your drift. Square, circle are your Having weapons. that option. Or square and X are your weapons. Having that option to be able to go to that control setup compared to the classic setup. So good. It, it, was, yeah. it was like when we played uh, Nightfire and, and yeah, you changed between classic, the classic Bond gameplay and the, and the normie first person shooter mm-hmm. gameplay. It's a nice feature to have. Yeah, and yeah. being able to make it work really well. And so when we were mapped to the, the this this way, the racer uh, setup, yeah, it it might be some of the best car controls I I've utilized uh, because both having having your acceleration and brake right up and easy to hit right next to your drift, it's so easy to be able to do everything. Uh, yes. And so yes. that was really, really nice. So it, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, it definitely made things e- easier mm-hmm. for us, which definitely helped with uh, with the, the experience. Yeah. yeah, with the experience exactly. Yeah, because uh, I feel like I I'm kind of used to classic twisted metal controls, so I might have been fine. I kind of worry if like you guys were just shoved in there without any warning. Yeah, and had to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I have left on the gameplay to talk about is. Uh, it it's got an okay camera, it's fine. I didn't yeah. I didn't mind it. If you get it's perfectly fine ninety percent of the time. Ten percent of the time, if you get stuck, and especially when you're a big rig, if you get stuck and you're looking inside, which again it, it, this happens on games now. This, yeah, this so like is it, so it's not a thing. But you know, if you get stuck at a corner and you can't move very well, and the camera is inside there, it it. And again, you have a lot of different camera options. You can switch the camera around so they're there. But the main camera, it it, it can get stuck a few times. And that is a little frustrating. But overall, it is a very solid and functioning camera. Yeah. Again, I think that's mainly if you're just playing one of the really big vehicles. Like, you know, Juggernaut, Darkseid, one of Mm -hmm. those guys. I I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, On presentation, I'll say... I love this damn soundtrack. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Ooh, very good yeah. soundtrack. It, very good. We the, It wasn't the experience I had with these guys, but I was playing the single player, and it was one of the death matches, so I cannot t- begin to tell you the amount of psychotic glee I felt when I'm driving around, missiles loaded, machine gun going off, 
And Rob Zombie's Dracula breaks out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a very, very good soundtrack. It reminded me kind of... Kind of a good mixture of licensed music, but also there was just some orchestral stuff in there, and it yeah. was just really good. It reminded me of uh, when we played Flat Out and yes. the, the soundtrack yeah. in that. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. I think Rob Zombie is on both. I think he is, yeah, because I think Super Beast is in uh, Flat yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the single player which we mentioned briefly like i said the structure is weird what's also weird about it kind of bringing it out of nowhere i'm gonna admit uh what's also weird about it is the cutscenes. and one of the things that people did criticize about this game the story doesn't really match the tone of the game yeah because the game is really super psychotic fun you drive around you blow people's cars up you run over their flailing burning bodies and then you kind of move on and you have a, f- a fun time and eat ice cream or whatever. We did, we did. And then they're like, here, enjoy the most messed up cutscenes you've ever seen. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't mention that when, uh, uh, before, but if you run over people as they fly out of their cars, you get health back. Yeah. Which, which is very funny. It's, uh, that's funny, and, but again, that just the story just does not fit mm-hmm. the tone. I feel like you still obviously have to make it kind of dark because this is... Well, yeah. No pun, in, no pun intended. A twisted series, but I think the multiplayer on. feels more. So th- this is kind of the way that I I, I looked at. It. And again, without really playing much the the single player, but the, taking the cinematic cutscenes mm-hmm. is the gameplay feels like Evil Dead Two. The cinematic cutscenes uh. feel like the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, and that's exa- <laughs> that's yeah. exactly how it is. Yeah, it's very very clashing tones. Yeah, and again. I personally prefer when Twisted Metal has the kind of brighter tone. Not brighter, but more messed up funny than messed up ugh. Yeah. And, like, Black, Twisted Metal Black also kind of does the more depressed, dour, uh, dark tone. And while that's fine, it's just not my cup of tea. I prefer when Twisted Metal goes full whole hog, not so Mm -hmm. uh, ballistic bonkers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that is definitely something from it. Uh, that was that was probably an attempt to uh, do kind of like the gritty reboot type thing. Probably. Which I think was kind of starting at this point. It was. We were kind of moving on from that at this point because gritty reboots had been like really big in like the mid two yeah the, the late okay. PS two era. So we're kind of starting to come out of the gritty reboots at this point. But we well, were admittedly still in that era. Of everything had to be dark and uh, yeah, a lot darker. Yeah, because remember, and... this was only like two years after Dark, four years after Dark Knight. Yeah. Well, which and affected the whole entertainment industry. Very, very much. And so yeah. the gritty reboots or the gritty takes on characters was still a big thing. So yeah, I think maybe that was. But there, there's yeah. a definitely a tonal clash between gameplay and story. Yeah, and again, that's a nitpick because I don't have to interact with the story that much. I can skip the cutscenes yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. So. But yeah, if you want to enjoy and go through for the story, you know, it is it is a little little, little bit of whiplash yeah. there. And there is also the incredibly... This is incredibly nitpicky, so this does not affect my enjoyment of the game at all. I don't like that you only have three characters to pick from. Yes! <gasps> Scandalous! No. But no, that is... For a game that is so much on different customization, different characters, being able to do crazy things, it's wild that the story mode only has three characters... And while there's a good amount of vehicles in the multiplayer, it, it does. It, it still feels like there there would be a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. I because how uh, 
Twisted Metal usually works is, again, like a fighting game. You pick your vehicle, that vehicle has an assigned driver, you go through, you get their ending. That's that's kind of how Twisted Metal works. Mm-hmm. And I that is the version I prefer. Yeah. Because you can get a lot more fun characters. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite characters is actually from Twisted Metal Black. Uh, this dude named No Face. Who... <laughs> What is he? I wonder what he looks like. Uh, his eyes, his his eyes have been gouged out and sewn up, and his lips have been shown sewn up. Oh, so gross. Yeah, yeah. And he has no nose. So uh. basically, the whole thing is he's a boxer who gets who loses a fight, and the surgeon who was supposed to fix him bet the farm on him. So in vengeance, <laughs> so in vengeance, in surgery. He cuts out his tongue and sews up his eyes and everything. Oh, so uh, and like that's one of my favorite characters because his whole thing is, uh, I he just goes up to Calypso and he goes, yeah, I want the surgeon, I want to fucking kill him. And Calypso, in one of the few times he's not a dick, is like sick. And, and he does it. Yeah, and on the complete opposite end from one of from the first Twisted Metal game, there's a monster truck named Thrasher, who is that driven, is such a monster who's truck driven game. by like two dumbass frat bros mm-hmm. and this was actually fun twisted metal tangent there were two kind of original endings for the there were two kind of endings for the original game one was this live action a fmv stuff mm-hmm. but the original but they were cut out and replaced with just text walls the fmv for thrash is one of my favorite endings in all twisted metal because it's so fucking funny <laughs> They win Twisted Metal, but they look at each other and they're like, we don't have a wish. Yeah, we forgot to think about one. And Calypso's like, gentlemen, what do you want? And they look at each other and smile. It's like, we want babes. And Calypso, <laughs> Cal- Calypso immediately says, done. And just a bunch of supermodels come. <laughs> and again, it's one of the times where Calypso isn't a dick. He just gives them their wish scot-free. That's so funny to me. But that's kind that, of that variety, yeah. that kind of fun characterization. Does It is kind of missing from this yeah. game. So. Yeah, the, the, just a little bit. Uh, I think the only other, like, I don't even want to say nitpick, because I think 99% of this works in the game. Because mm-hmm. the UI is really cool and looking and all the things. Indie multiplayer screen is just... It just happens. Yeah, and there's no there's no pop and circumstance, and I'm like, I just for a game with this much like presentation attempts and things like that, and all those like crazy stuff that they're trying to do, it feels really weird that there's no like pomp and circumstance for winning. Yeah, I think I think Mason Mason brought up Call of Duty earlier. I think they should have done a Call of Duty where you know it ends in slow motion, you get the final kill. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Maybe give it it like cinematic camera angles or something. We're splitting hairs and nitpicking to find like complaints. This game is really fun and overall is a a good game. It's a fun ass game. I put it like a seven and a half out of Mm ten. I'd pick. I'd pick it up. It's a fun game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if you're wanting to hang out with friends and sit on the couch and. And you have your old PS3. This is a great game to, to, to boot out and just to have a fun night. This is yeah. what I absolutely recommend. Yeah. It's Especially because it's probably not that expensive these days. No. I mean, I think I was. I think it was like 30 bucks when I picked it up. Yeah. Wow. Um, is It's not my favorite Twisted Metal game, but it is, it's fun because Twisted Metal is fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as simple as that. It's basic mathematics. If X is fun, X will always, always be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. On this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. The first one is, how does this game hold up? 
really, really well. I think of yeah. all the I think of the, all the PlayStation Three games that we've played. I think this one's held up the best. Uh, between this and Stranglehold. Yeah, I I think this. I think even I think this I think even uh, the, I think Twisted Metal holds up even better I, than Stranglehold. To be honest, I think it looks better. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. both are equally fun. I think Twisted Metal gets the edge in visuals. I think that's fair. Twisted Metal uh, looks a little bit better. Is held up graphically a little bit better. Uh, both have pretty good, really good controls. Any of the complaints that you'd have, you would have had back then. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think you think Twisted Metal because of the multiplayer experience that will probably still be fun 10, 15, 20 years down the line. Whereas I don't know if 15 years from now, how well Stranglehold, how much, it'll still probably be good, but it might dip a little bit more. I think this one will continue to hold up better and better. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of my thing on that. But yeah, it, it holds up really well. Uh, the, the things that were good about it, it when it came out are still really good. The things that were bad about it when it came out are still the problem, you know, things like that. It's, so. it's a fun. I mm-hmm. I do recommend this game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't nec- it doesn't feel like this is with you know Stranglehold or GI Joe uh, that we played on the PS3. Those two are the ones that come to mind more than anything else. Uh, I know we played several others, but those ones are the ones that pop in my head. That's like those feel like PS3 games, mm-hmm. and. Then, Twisted Metal is one that kind of this. Uh, this does just feel like a game. You know, you could put it. You could have told me it's on any system, and I would believe you. It and or it came out in any era, because and I would believe you because it just it feels like a game that can just be played. Right. So, mm. the second question that we ask of every game that we play: Would you like to see a remake or a reimagining of this game in a modern setting? All right, hear me out. Christ. <laughs> Cats. No. Twisted Metal. Battle Royale. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. I mean, come on. It fits I mean, very much on. to what people are playing a lot of these days. Yeah. It's, it's like Fortnite, but it's Twisted Metal. I would absolutely play that. I don't know if I'd want a remake of this game. Uh, I would definitely take a remaster or just, again, like dropping it on yeah, the stores. Because the it, I think it would play just... It plays so well that I don't think it needs a remake. Would I like another twisted metal that uses a lot of the same multiplayer stuff but maybe gives you more characters more uh customization more destructibility uh maybe a more tonally uh, tonally equivalent uh story yeah so like i think a sequel is kind of or a sequel or a a reboot of yeah or a reboot of the story but not necessarily a reboot of this exact game yeah yeah Yeah, that's fair i'm kind of with sean I don't necessarily want this game to remake, to be remade and remastered. If it was dropped on the PlayStation Store, I'd buy it. Yeah. But, um... What do you mean? You already have it. Yeah, but being able to play it, like... Uh, I would love to play it on the PS5. I, I would I love apologize. to play it. But, uh, I think more than anything, I would just like a new Twisted Metal. Absolutely. And Absolutely. That, again, that's probably the show... It's all probably relying on the show to see what that's the hope. The I think is uh, especially considering uh, where kind of gaming is. You're either a lot of times you're either dark fantasy farming sim or uh, or, or or a uh, uh, arena shooter Fortnite style, and so like it kind of fits in with what is people like these days. So it is a surprising franchise that has not been revisited. Yeah, now in, in a decade. Yeah. So now, 
I personally do not have that much faith in the Twisted Metal show, but we will see. We'll see. Uh, or, you know, with anything, hopefully. But, yeah, that's Twisted Metal. But what do you guys think? Do you like this game? Uh, or if you don't, what is your favorite Twisted Metal? You can let us know by sending us an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. It's, that, it's two. If I got it right, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> that's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Or if you'd like us to play a game, you can suggest one to us. Either a game or a movie, uh, you can tell us to play or watch by subscribing on our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatthebleep, to our super bleephead tier. For $15 a month, you can tell us what to play or what to watch, and we will do it as long as it doesn't break the bank. That's patreon.com slash whatthebleep. We'll be back next time. Rock the dragon. I liked it.